there was a blissful chord. Ao played to appease the hordes, but I just won't play that way. Screw ya. I wasn't expecting a song for this one. Well, I'll sing off key as I go on three with some shit that means some shit to me. And then go, that'll do ya. <laughs> that'll do ya. <laughs> that'll do ya. That's actually That'll do ya. That'll do ya. Nah. <laughs> did you did you negotiate a rate with Lennon Cohen for that or I was trying to give Lennon back his song I appreciate it Jeff Buckley no shout out to did, you today did Jeffrey did a fucking amazing cover he did do an amazing I cover played, I could have played that and I know there was a peaceful chord and that's about how subtle it is that's it or should be so there you go yeah. Welcome to, uh, is this a bonus episode? Bonus episode. This is what happens when Especially Street Machine magazine drops and you look at page three and all of a sudden the next night you're sitting here having a beer with uh, the lovely Benny Hewlett. <laughs> Welcome on board, Benny Huge Knight. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Welcome to Ballarat. Yeah, fuck it. Thanks for turning the weather on. I really appreciate <laughs> hey, that. Mate, you got, you got I, I didn't realise how cold it was because I was standing next to the heater and then when the 57 wagon rocked up, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know if the heater in that thing <laughs> maybe as hard as what it needs to in the current climate. I've never seen fog on windows. <laughs> um, you, go, got... you fucking step out of it and, like, here's Edmund Hillary. Where's all these team yeah. of dogs fucking um, pulling the thing? Yes, the heater would be good. Like, Donnie had a good heater. I think I've got a squeegee. I might have a squeegee I can lay in your blender. You need one of, those, one of those fucking miracle wipe next to those really good condoms you get out of the vending machine. That'll fix it right up. My 50 Buick Coupe back in the day, mate and I stole the squeegee from the servo to do the inside of the screen. That's how bad that car was. We went to Hungry Jack's and he said, I heard soap works pretty well. So we got the Hungry Jack's buddy hand wash on a bit of paper towel, wiped on the inside of the windscreen, never seen fog on that screen again. Well, there you go. Really? There's a, there's a Never Late podcast top tip. Yeah. No. Soap on the windscreen. That would, have been, that would have been really good to know when I had my HX Kings would have one summer I flipped it across to open up the vents and the fucking cable flung off it and picked up the fuse panel and fucking lit up my carpet, <laughs> which was fine in summer because I took the... Disconnect the battery real quick, put out the fucking heavy, heavy smoking of the carpet. Yeah. But then come fucking winter time, I'm like, oh, this not been able to see the windscreen's fucking pretty second hand. Eh? Yeah, well, I, can tell, <laughs> I can tell you, Benny, that mad HZ I was talking about over to you earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pulled out of Curtis Street car park one night and there was just smoke pouring out of the dash vents. <laughs> I've never, never seen two blokes strip an interior so quick. I mean, I think it was under a back scuff plate and had a wire screwed under. Yeah, like, but. Yeah, dreadful stuff. But anyway. Yeah, yeah so uh, now, Chevy, Chevy's go. heater doesn't work. No. And it's, I'm feeling a bit Joe Rogan. Like, yeah, we're drinking shots. We're having a beer. Cheers. When the man, drinking out of When the man of the moment turns up at your place, you just do it how it's supposed to happen. That's right. <laughs> I want to say... We've got to take the opportunity. I want to say on behalf of the Black Dog Institute, congratulations, Benny, on your fundraiser, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, um... Yeah, it fucking blew out of proportion real quick, eh? Like, um, I don't know. I just, uh, it's one of those things. Redmond, actually, it's all Redmond's fault. If you really have to blame anyone, <laughs> it's actually all Red's fault. Yeah, Red, was, yeah. Red was cooking up. He wanted to do, the big fella's got a, a, an important birthday coming up. And he was floating yeah. with the idea of a couple of them were going to come down from Townsville to 
Victoria pick me up. Yeah. We'll go get on the ferry and go from Melbourne over to Tassie during summer. That's good. Not during winter, during like, summer. Like book a seat. And, and do a bike ride around Tasmania. And yeah. you guys, you've been down here long enough. You know people that have done that and rave about mm, it in the wilderness yeah. that Tasmania is. Anyway, I got thinking about it and I'm like, it was getting to the colder part of the year. I'm like, fuck no. Mm. But that coast ride, that Victoria to Queensland coast ride, sticking to the tourists, brown yeah. tourist signs, checking out all the beaches, that'll be fun. And next month for me, so in July for me, I've got a lot of work commitments coming up. Yeah. So it was kind of like that'd be a good thing to do. Um, I've got two young kids, so I'm very cognizant of where I spend my time because I like having my seven days yeah, in no, a fortnight with my the kids. The dad weekend's the dad weekend. Yep. Um, but then I'm thinking, oh, uh, maybe I could go up the coast. Maybe I could stay with mates up the coast. That'd make it fucking infinitely cheaper. Yeah. So I could end up fucking red. shout out Big Gaz three twenty seven. Yeah, Gary. Oh mate, I'd have to go through my fucking phone to find everyone. No, but it's only I, one story I've been privy to. But, but if yeah. I stay with all these cool cats, right, and I go up there, I could probably do it for maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a day. All this is all of a sudden. Well, if I sell me old tractor, me poor old David Brown seven eighty Selectomatic, nineteen seventy one forty one horsepower. If I sell the big girl. I might have just enough money that I could I could do that trip, still buy flights, come back, have my week with the kids, then fly back, keep doing my trip. Yeah. Well, if I do that on a Harley, I'm a bit of a fucking self-indulgent middle-aged wanker. So oh, I could do it as a fundraiser. Mm. And I'm doing it as a fundraiser, like um, selfishly for me, I, I can keep a blog or a vlog or whatever you want to fucking yeah, do, a, yeah, a yeah, journal yeah. of it, mm. tell a bit of a story on really the way. Really revealing too. And, like, take some cool photos, take some sexy photos. Who do I like as a charity? Like, you know, I was RSL sub-branch president for nearly 10 years in Cobar. Yeah. Um, did a lot of money for them. I've done big fundraiser when we rode posty bikes a 1,000 k's out to Cameron Corner for Miracle Babies, one of the bosses um, they were supported when they had their baby for Miracle Babies. Black Dog's got a great name, great yeah. profile. We... Everyone who's listened to this would know of a black dog ride or a black dog yeah. charity. Big profile. I'll get in touch with them. Got in touch with black dog. Oh, I couldn't do enough for me. Here's all the links. Yeah. Here's how to fundraise. Here's some tips. Talk to um, talk to the girl. Talk to Nisha. Talk to mum. Talk to the kids. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Two days before, pull the pin. Yep. I'm going to do it. Here's a social media post. Hopefully, oh, God, put the post up and then like, oh, God, I hope I don't come across as a wanker doing this. <laughs> I thought 50 cents per kilometre, Google Maps, 1,800 yeah. Ks, uh, 3,600 Ks, 1,800 bucks. Get a bed the first morning. I haven't even fucking started the bike and I'm at $1,500, $1,600. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think people just see a good thing and get on board. And I was saying, I was saying, to, I was saying to Moses, like, I've got some adhesive mates, so okay, there's a few hundred bucks from some good mates. Yeah. Maybe Black Dog's got a good name, or they do have a good name, so maybe I wrote off the back of that. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Scotty Taylor and and, and Simon Telford because they, they stitched me up in a good way. I rocked up the Dandenong just to have lunch with the boys because their <laughs> mates catch up with them. Sorry, puberty's kicking in. <clears throat> and um, next thing they give me five hundred bucks each, and they put me on a little carnage video. Yeah. There's all this momentum behind yeah. that. It just got out of control. And, and it was great. And Moses, you and I were talking about it. And and 
the momentum that build off that and then you guys share something yeah, and share Scotty shares cars, something. Yeah, we mentioned. You know, and two or three people here, two or three people there. Doesn't take much to get around. No, and then... And where are you standing right now for your 1800, mate? Bit over 19 grand. Fuck. But one of the big things I think personally was, well, if I'm going to do this for mental health, it's one thing to just go, hey, we're doing a bridge-to-bridge run for mental health. Yeah. And that's it. But if you're doing something and it's a bit of a journey for mental health, well, probably needs to be in context. Yeah. If it needs to be in context, it's one thing to walk, walk talk your, to talk. Put your story in there. You got to fucking walk it, eh? No, that's brilliant. So you know, and, so and the, first, the, but the who, first couple I did, the first couple I did were yeah. stuff that I'm happy enough to talk about. There was a couple, the what the two, the couple at the end that I did towards the end of the trip, the big ones that I did, like about my PTSD and some bad accidents. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest. They're, they're the ones that I've stood away from for the time being. And and, look, and I mate, know I'll go to, but when I've got the focus. And but the time I stood away from for 16 years. Yeah. So that's more than okay for you to stand away from like that. Yeah. But, but for me, when I did that Found video. relevant to and all of a sudden, okay, this is why Black Dog means a lot to me. You've learned through. And it was, for me, it was, okay, I'm really going to be really brutally fucking raw about why Black Dog's big to me and why I'm doing this ch- charity well, if fundraiser. Black, if Black Dog had a mission statement, what was what what is their mission? Um, I'd have to get on their website and have a look because they are amazing at what they do. But Black Dog's mission statement would be... It's particularly focused around the blokes. Absolutely, um, because the ladies tend to be a lot better at talking, Mm. whether it's good or bad. Ladies tend to get together and talk well. Blokes, uh, historically, we are fucking horrible at it we're learning slow and we lie but i but you uh, say you say you say you mate down the pub how's your week been yeah great and he's had a shit week he's busted up with his missus the dog got run over he comes yeah, hey reggie hey go man. oh yeah good man yeah i had a mate who i won't name check but i knew that he'd split up with his missus yeah so we stayed away from conversations about his missus i just picked up on the fact she wasn't there yeah we went to a car show together we're all standing around the car park at the car show yeah all of a sudden one of the mates the mates missus goes over, what's going on, and gets the whole story. Yeah. And we've been skirting around it because we don't want to upset him. We don't want to bring him down in the moment or whatever, but the ladies are so good at just getting into that moment. And that's, and that's, and as good as they are doing that, we're equally as horrible at not doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And I learned that in the, I learned that at the Gateway Hotel too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm that guy that could have asked that question. I could have broached that subject. 100%. Yeah, we call each other brother. And I say that too. You're going to refer to your mates as brother. That's the tough love part comes in too. If he's fucking up, you can drill him a bit harder, you know. But, yeah, there's 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 other there's other parts that come with that, you know. So there's a lot of people that will say the phrase, my brother's keeper, and it was a bit trendy there for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to say. I need to get tattoos back in the Can I freshen your mood, sir? Um, I'll finish this one and then we'll have a meeting. And then we'll get Adrian. Well, maybe we'll make a start because we've got a Never Late Eight to do. Do you want to do that after? The chat's going on. No, the chat's going on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I think keep, we can just chat. Well. I think you can just chat until we can keep just chat until well. you say we're meaning too long. We'll get the, get the rundown on the on the, on the Yeah, no, run, that's really we? good. And the other thing I want to know is the Ken Oath connection to Black Dog. Oh, okay, so. 
there's so much of this trip. I could I could talk for about a day on it, but there's so much of this trip that's got different layers. So when I when I thought, oh, if I do this fundraiser, it'd be good to have an affiliate. So Redmond and uh, Des from Ken Oath, they struck up a bit of a friendship when the thong slappers were cruising along. Yep. And they had some pretty good conversations about branding and marketing and merchandise. And and the thing that really attracts me to the Ken Oath brand is it's very Australiana. It's very iconically Australian sort of brand. So they're using cars that we all grew up with and know well that are iconically Australian. It's um, trucks, it's motorbikes. It's the beach, it's the coast, it's and and cheekily, yeah. There's the girls there, and the girls are all um, they're great girls. Yeah. They're all about Australiana and and the celebration. They're really small base, you were saying. Yeah, and 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 Keno's it's a family setup. Like mm. it, it's it's Des and Dee work amazingly hard to 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 promote Kenoth as what it is. Yeah. Um, and. They did earlier on. Um, Ken Oath was a big supporter of a guy named Fendog, and Fendog, he did a walk. The mat, he's got a beautiful fucking big beard too. He did a mad walk. I think he did Cairns to Melbourne as a fundraiser for Black Dog. We're gonna need to see that beard, dude. He fucking if you, if Fendog. You're, if you're claiming that. It's, it's bordering on impressively emasculating to anyone who's trying to emulate that kind of beard. Um, but Fendog did this amazing huge walk. Like, I rode that on a fucking dirty stink in 2009, fucking Ratley Harley. The motherfucker walked that. Who walks that? So I knew that um, Ken Oath supported Black Dog because they'd done Fendog. And Redmond was the one that said, this is Dez's number, ring Dez. Yeah. So I thought, oh, here we go. You know, I'll just do it cold, apply a bit of charm to the situation. Talked to Des, and he was great, amazing human, amazing guy, beautiful soul. Yeah. And he got on board on it. But once I started doing the videos and doing my social media posts and engaging people, Des probably relaxed a bit and went, oh, you know, he's not a sociopath. He's not a total dickhead. He knows well, back the right horse. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, chuck another 50 on the nose of the thing and see where it comes <laughs> in. Um, so and it ended up working really well because Des is a, quite a big advocate for mental health and men's mental health. Yeah. Um, and and I think a lot of the success and the exposure I had on social media from the right is from Ken Oath. So, and and look, I know people that would listen to the podcast you guys do and the content you guys do is very much, it's very Australia-centric. And, yeah. and that Ken Oath brand, yeah. you know, I'd really implore anyone that's, a bit of a fan of Australian, go and check it out and go and have a look at their stuff. And then, um, yeah, if it's only the hubby and wife team and they're just doing it hard and doing it right. And look, I, I can tell you right now, if you go to the Black Dog page and look at Benny's Coast Run, yeah. at that ridiculous $19,000 total now, I know $1,200 of that is just from shirt sales. Yeah, from Ken And I was saying to you earlier, like, well, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not punching bloody telephone numbers, you know, we're still pulling money out of our wallet hmm. based Scotty because we love what we do. But we just absolutely love where we're at. But as I say, you look over your shoulder, who do I need to thank? Because every little moment, every interaction's a contributor, you know? Like we're pulling in a couple of a couple of dear ones from a year ago, but it's still a favourite episode of mm. mine, those two guys, because they, yep. they just gelled and they just gave us a bit of, you know, people went, that's a good episode, I want to listen to the next episode. So yep. every person who's been a part of our journey 
deserves as bigger thanks as the biggest part. And you can you spend know? an hour spitting names out mm. and just little things like. I noticed on your uh, the the video that uh, was it the young bloke or your Mrs. Young bloke put together was it with all the names? Oh, um, young Ben, yeah, <coughs> yeah. So video, the, the name, man, hey. the I look just, good in that. I'm fucking like unphotogenic as <laughs> no, shit. Like, the names I, just I keep going. Like, oh, yeah, the thank yous. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, with you. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was good to see. Um, it was good to see that our never late. Had a fucking spelling mistake. Is my <laughs> dyslexic fingers? <laughs> I put it in. I was like, oh, I can't fucking fix that. But, uh, anyway, it came but it was just good to see, and it gives it gives you scope to the amount of people that you know got on board. Gives you a concept. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting because I, I caught up with a mate of mine um, at Spencer Street last night, and uh, we're talking about. So when I was in the army. If you were in the infantry, if you're a soldier, for a soldier to be in the field doing his job requires seven other people to do their job for that one infantry man to be in the to field. So all the logistics, all the supplies and everyone behind him, it takes seven people to do their job to get one infantier, one yeah. grunt in the field. Yeah. And that list, it's interesting you brought that up, man, because that list, the only reason I've been successful in this fundraiser is because of every one of those, and, I'm, and there's probably still people I missed off that yeah. list, and I'm yeah. going to feel like shit for everybody. Oh, look, but we want to say like, too, like because we because the Benny's Coast runs wrapping up, people should still be on board and, and donate to the Black Dog Institute because we know oh, the look, initiatives and, are amazing. And I understand, know, like, like I understand with charity, like it's not like people come back from Christmas and they go, you know what, I'm going to put fucking five dollars a week for away because I think Ben's going to do another fundraiser this year, mm, and I've got yeah, no yeah. money there. Like it's money that people have decided I hadn't budgeted for this, but I, I think it's yeah. a good I thing, so I'm going to donate yeah. to it. Yeah. That that part of that part of that philanthropic part or that charitable part of people's hearts where they go, this means something to me personally, so I'll donate to it. Yeah. That's huge that's because sacrifice. you don't you don't. Yeah, we claim it at tax time. Like, and if you don't claim charities at tax time, you're a mug because. I've driven on. Have you driven on Australian roads? I've driven on Australian roads. They're not spending their taxes real well. <laughs> no, 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 so you need to have a, an accountant or do your own tax I did, and claim I with, that. I did it with lockdowns. Because <laughs> all of a sudden I lost half my work and I was sitting over in Mount Waverley. Yep. And I thought, well, now all I've got to do is go to Ballarat. And yep. instead I went to a cafe two doors up from Parliament House. Yep. And I put a block away and <laughs> yep. delivered 24 cappuccinos and lattes Thanks to the steps of Parliament House. Because if, you know, if it wasn't for the current circumstance, I'd still be working. You guys are here trying to address the current circumstance. Have a coffee. Yep. So, no, that was cool, lads. So, and I know it takes time. Yeah, those invoices are going in. So Yeah, that's right. Look, yeah. And, and, and yeah, so that whole journey and, and was amazing on, on, on fucking so many levels. But So do you think you'll – do you think you might do it as a yearly thing or is it just a one-off thing? Or? So when you say that, I love you and hate you so much at the same time. <laughs> because... well, maybe not maybe not the same route or the same journey, but maybe in a different, I don't know. Uh, so there's you, Benny's there's you and there's done. Sam Preston Stalin, there's a few other guys that have... There's no pressure. I'm just, there's just... just floated this scene. <laughs> so That's got a balance against the family too, though. It and does. The yeah. And the good lady. And but, um, but... To do a charity run once a year, like it'd be big, it'd be a big thing. Brett Abraham would be a good one to talk to because he lives, he basically he lives his charity, lives charity drives, and he's Absolutely. amazing in that space. And he, 30, and he was a car great 35, car 35, put some money. He was an amazing 
council or a sounding board to have because yeah. he was and he was very cognizant of you know when you finish your ride because you've been on this bit of a high and you've got people interacting with you flathead all the time and all of a sudden you go back home and then you know, next thing you're loading up the washing machine with all your jocks and socks like you're very much Acting back to reality yeah, yeah. and the bubble pops um, Nisha what's Nisha called the no uh, the post show no glow yeah. Yeah. so you've had this amazing time been to a festival been to Bali been yeah, to a car yeah. show yeah, seen all back, your mates how good how good how good Monday work emails fuck my life yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so Brett was really good in that space for me but um, would I want to do this again yeah fuck yeah would I do a different thing each time, like once Change a year? Yep. Um, shooting from the hip, I've had some of the Dubbo boys, so um, Presto, who's ex-Army, Josh Loxley, the fattest head in Western Districts, New South Wales, and Ryan, who owns the old bank in Dubbo. They've been spitballing how they can do a fundraiser if I've called through Dubbo to help enhance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get young Henry's beer on board and do a There's fundraiser. Do say you can't add a bike or two or three. Well, or, you know. it's interesting you say that because you could do, say if you did it over two or three states over two or three weeks or whatever. Good organised group. It's a big commitment for you to take time off. You've got a job and kids mm. and yeah, you've got a job yeah. and kids. But there's no reason why you couldn't take a day and – do a Sunday, plan. Monday with me. So I start my trip. Yeah. I start off with three or four bikes and they ride first couple of days and like, thanks, Eves Ben, you know, we're going to go back to work, shake yeah, hands on the go. Next lot pick up. Travel for a day and then there's another group of guys that pick up, or yep. girls, sorry, yeah. guys and girls, yeah. and then go enough for a couple of days and then hit the weekend somewhere. There's a and bit again, of a car even, show, hook up with if, some cool cats. And again, even if it was another coast run, like you've got the itinerary there. You, well, I've been, even had guys go, well, make it a river run instead of a coast run. Mm. You've done the coast, do the oh, rivers, oh, get yeah, in the river country, fix, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. river fix, I'd nearly get me bike shit sorted. For oh. <laughs> yeah, see, and it's all because of people like you that float <laughs> shit like that. So this is all your fault. <laughs> but you know what I mean? All of a sudden yeah, you can go, and you know, your eyes are lighting up fucking across the room now because you're thinking, you know, if I take a Monday and a Friday, yeah, yeah, someone right. can cover me fucking for work. Or well, what I'm sort of saying is, this, this, I mean, I don't know how long you're planning it for, but it seemed a bit sort of on the fly. And as you were as you were going, like now that you've done it with some planning, that scope to expand shit probably is there. The, the the most you ever learn is by the first time you do anything. Oh, we're still learning. Like, I just laugh. I said, this, this, idea, this, idea, <laughs> this idea came to me yesterday, didn't I? Yeah. I, I? I was in the shower. <laughs> and There's a lot of information. In the shower, shower I, knew, I, knew you, I knew you were heading in. I thought, fuck, let's, let's try, yeah, and get him in the, try and get him in the studio. We'll just catch up. <laughs> let's, do a, let's do a black dog edition. Of the Neverlake yeah. podcast, I get out of the shower. No shit, I check my phone. He's sent a text message of the picture of you in the strip shit because I haven't got the magazine yet. <laughs> oh, right. right. Okay. Yeah. So this is like the day. Shout out to Broad. Thanks, Seven thirty, eight yeah, o'clock broad. in the morning. Yeah. And I sent back. I was just. I'm going to ring you. I was about to ring you shortly. <laughs> I've got an idea. And I say to him in the morning. I said. I said to him. I said. I'm not big into the synchronicity thing. I mean, he's, he's mental on the synchronicity thing, but I said, yeah. fuck, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes shit you just can't explain. Yeah. Yeah. And again, shout out to your long lost fucking relative and my long lost relative. Yeah, so, so for them, a shake up for them, so for them playing at home that, 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 that like a bit of history. So 
Moses's relations go all the way back to Oliver Cromwell, which is a fucking fascinating history. Like, if you get the shits with the fucking royal family that enough, you boot them. Yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. hectic. Yeah, well, the but, people came to him too. He wanted to flee, and they went, I reckon you got this. Yeah, so, and yeah. we'll give you backing. And one of the guys that backed him was Captain fucking Hewlett. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> like, I can't make this shit up. To Captain boy, Hewlett. Char- cop charges and all. And people have been fucking up my name the whole time I was born. I picked up mail from the post office and where I grew up today, yeah. and they still spell my name wrong, sent a mail, right? <laughs> So they've been fucking up my last name for so long that 500 years ago <laughs> when they were charging Captain Hewlett for regicide, which yeah. is the execution of a royal family Absolutely. member, regicide. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, fuck. I was thinking about getting a tattoo. <laughs> regicide, right? <laughs> they, Captain Hewlett, when they put him on trial, they went, is your name Captain Hewlett? This spelling. Captain Hewlett, this spelling. Yeah, There's four what? different versions in court. They go, These are all your aliases yeah. because no one can spell this French fucking surname, which is descendant of French Protestants, yeah. the Huguenots, <laughs> Hewlett's, yeah. But, yeah, Moses and I go back yeah, 500 years. idiots like street machines. You live in Australia. <laughs> 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 love crazy. It. So, yeah, man, so um, I would like to do something like this again. I, I The thing about doing something for charity is most of the time, 90% of the time, it's really fun. When people go to a car show, when people go to a concert, people are going there to have fun. Mm. They want to go there to be entertained. They know they're going to be entertained. People are in a good mood because I hate being in traffic. I hate going to the shopping centre because people don't like being in traffic. Mm. People don't like shopping. People don't like yeah, being in crowds. Yeah, I'm the traffic. If you tell me the fucking choir boy is going to play down the fucking pub in half an hour, I couldn't get a fucking hat and a pair of boots on quick enough. And I'll go there to have a good time. And so will 300 other dudes. Those blokes that want to punch you in the traffic will have a beer with you at a campfire. Bloody oath. No fucking doubt at all. We're all the same. When you when you get on a motorbike <laughs> and you fucking pack all your shit on it, like, you know, those you know ladies that live out of shopping trolleys in Melbourne fucking city. <laughs> so when you look like a bag lady on a fucking Harley Davidson crying up the coast and people are like, oh, what are you doing? And you get talking. Yeah. And you're having a good time and it's sort of... Someone having a good time, it sort of flows out of them a bit, yeah. comes out of them. Like this yeah. person's having a good time, they're all smiles and stuff. That's a little bit magnetic. Mm. Yeah. So if you go to a car show, that's the thing I love about summer nuts. Yeah. Because you go there and there could be whatever cars are going to be there. And I don't mean that disrespectfully at all. No, no. I'm going for the people. Mm. Yeah, the atmosphere. Because it's all these people I've never um, interacted with before with a meeting, but all these old mates I haven't seen for years. fully connected How to their you? passion. You what know? are you doing? What's going on? Great car. The car's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. inspired every time yeah, I go. Yeah. But it's the people. I've had people say to me directly, you know what I love most about your car? How much you love it. And, well, that's, that's, and that's a personal people thing. that fucking joy in that's me got when I step do with, out of that fucking car. It's got nothing to do with vinyl or fucking that steel. fucking joy on you when you step yeah. out of that car. There's something about that car. But, you know, again, like if the person that you're fucking interacting with is grinning their fucking head off at their own shit, why wouldn't you just support that? So all those all those charity rides that everyone does, I've never seen anyone where people don't have a big fat time on it. Yeah. So it's attractive to get, do another charity run. Yeah. Um, to get on it's a bike. also going to work with you. Absolutely. And and 
But if you're passionate about something, you you, you can sort of mould it and shape it. Change it up, mm. keep it interesting but do for it, yourself. Do it like, okay, people can join me for a day or two days or yep. overnight or three days or a week. Yeah, mm. I just made up at the fucking meet point. Yeah, yeah or on the weekend, hey, we're going to be at this pub. They've got a local band. They fucking do some mad rose tattoo and angel covers. Come and drink a mead with Benny. Yeah, uh, uh, and fucking <laughs> they'll pass a hat around, fucking do an auction, yeah. do a raffle. Yeah, no, I like it. I so, really like it. This is as much as I'm trying to go. Got to you know, oh, I've got to be an adult. Got some work stuff coming up. Blah blah blah. The whole time, my subconscious is going. You know, if you did it next time, you could do this mm, or yeah. do that. And then oh, someone like yourself will go. Have you thought about this? And you're like, actually, I haven't. That's a fucking good idea. <laughs> right? You get a worse version of Benny. It'd be the Benny that's sitting still, wishing he was doing it. Oh, and totally. That, and that, and that's totally the, and that's, undiagnosed and that's, ADHD. That's kid, that's fucking, for, yeah. But that's for the kids. That's for the missus. That's for everyone. If you yeah. had it itching at you that you wanted to do it and you weren't doing it, you'd be no joy for anyone. That's so, right. And I think everyone's seen what's happened and what it's brought to your world. Yeah. yeah and look, it, and it's been, it was fun to be on a bike. Oh, when it wasn't fucking raining. There is, like, <laughs> like I was saying to you before, I watched that Million Dollar Bogan, Danny, his YouTube channel and his videos, and, yeah. and he's, um, He's obviously he's pretty vocal about his mental struggles and whatnot, and he says it just about it. Or in a lot of his videos, there is something about riding a bike that, with like I said, whether you're a bloke or a woman, there's something about riding a bike, just getting on and riding from here to wherever. It just clears the head. And yes. I don't know whether and it's because you've got to concentrate yeah. a bit more, or whether you just, just out. In the yeah, just to keep some continuity, I'll put that down to a T roads to pick up with a wind deflector, you know. <laughs> yeah, because again, you'd in, probably get, get road, the same sort of thing in too. Road right? road Never you been just put on enough to cover your bits, and that's all you need to wear. Yeah, I see yeah. a lot of people wrapped up, you know, on yeah, their yeah. bikes, you know, so there but, is um, that loose freedom but, on them. Yeah, I said, I haven't but there's I can't something... speak for the roads, but there's just something about getting on the bike, yeah, yeah. And you lose yourself to find yourself. Brenny's actually, Brenny's doing a little bit of work on that two roads to pick up at the moment. I could get you a borrow. Yeah. (laughs) And then two two litre Pinto motor and a manual. It's yeah, a, that is a sea roads to pick up. It's a really well, you wouldn't cool. want any more. It's, it's a really cool is a Roman sandal. It's like a bloody go kart. It's a it's a great little truck. Anyway, that's that's um, I digress. But I, but I think I'm going to get a beer. Yeah, yes, you're please, right. yes, please. I think <laughs> there's something. Um, I don't know what it is. Like I mean, I've I've my done... my, my guess my guess real rough is especially not so much when you're in town because you're like. What's this guy doing? What's those brake lights? There's oil on the ground, mm. that corner shit. There's gravel there, yeah, red the light. When you're out on the road, because I, I think you probably your brain starts going to the real basic reptilian function of this is a line, you're picking the line, you're going yeah. forward in a line. So therefore, there's a lower part of your brain that's controlling the bike. You've got a sense of balance. Mm. Well, you're on yeah. a bike, so mm. fucking God help you if you don't. But you've got a sense of balance. You're in a line. So the higher part of your brain, I think, wanders. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And what when it the is. higher it's part just... of your brain wanders, I think you start going into some really big, wide spaces with your thoughts. I think it becomes meditative. Yeah, meditation, mm. meditative. Yeah. That's exactly what sort of Danny Danny says. It's his therapy. It, it clears his yeah. head. Because I haven't, because I haven't had probably the busy bike life like I was 
struggling to hold a car license long enough to get the bike license back in the day, which kind of kept me away for a while. But I've got a real disconnect. Like when you're looking through the windscreen, it just sometimes just feels like you're watching a movie that you're not connected to what's out there. Mm. You know, not saying so, I'm a dangerous driver. No, 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 no. But on a bike, okay. So on a it's, bike, I've done there's this. Di- there's a different. I don't know. There's just something different. Because when you're on a bike, you're organic to what's going on. Mm. You know if it's hot. You know if it's cold. You know if there's a side wind. You, you know, know if there's a the dead kangaroo yeah. on the side. You can of the smell road. it. You can smell the kangaroo. You can smell the cane. Oh, she's going through the sugar cane at yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, hundred and ten something. Hundred and ten. Hundred and something. Going through the sugar cane, you can smell the sugar cane, you can smell when it's rained, you can smell when the rain's coming. You can go, There's something about it. Oh, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, that eastern grey's been there for a couple of days. That's mm. rank. That car's burning oil that just went past yeah. me. You're organic to everything. Mm. But there's a point on a bike, you, it's really funny to get into space. When you're on a bike all day, you can get into a spot, and this is going to sound like I took a heap of acid 40 minutes ago, but there's a point when you're on a bike yeah, just gonna check where the all of a sudden it's almost like you're back away from yourself and you are almost watching yourself because you're not, you feel like all of a sudden you're not putting any effort into leaning through the mm, corners. You just go with it. It's either the bike's doing it or you're doing it at such a subconscious level that you're just now along for the ride. Yeah. So you're watching your own body and the mm. bike. So you become organic to the bike. I know this is going to get, I know we're doing fucking. Yeah, I oh, know. I get what I get. Exactly we directed the, the doors, Oliver Stone. I know it's getting real Oliver Stone. <laughs> yeah, I've done a stock take. Apparently, all, of, all the tabs, <laughs> all the tabs are still there. They belong. But do you know what I mean? Like, there's a point on a bike, it's the speed, it's the vibration, it's the sound, smells as a sound. It's been on the bike all day, and all of a sudden, you're separating mm. yourself almost. To the point where you are, you and the bike are moving, and you're not even actually in control. Of that you're watching yourself control mm. that. Yeah. And when you get into that headspace, there are some big wide thoughts. That come total in your head. tangent, but you took uh, the lovely Ella for a ride on your bike. Mm. Yeah, it's the first for her first ride ever. Been on one. Yeah. What do you think of that? I've been trying to get on it for a while, but um, taking her up and down the driveway and. She, yeah. got the, she got the uh, Braves up the other week and now yeah, she, she always, on. she's always, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went around, a, sort of went around the blocks and came back. She said, you want to go again? So went went for a bit of a long, so now she's, um, she wanted to go the other day. I said, well, the bike's not here. It's off getting stickers. <laughs> 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 so I'm sure when someone's she's got the come, bug now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Because so, um, I know that even being a young fella on the back of a bike, like the old man's buddy drive, had a 754 and took me for a wrap around a couple of blocks. And, you know, like, yeah, it's exhilarating even on the bike. Yeah, so I think I, it's... I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I don't know if, if people might buy into it. They might not. She's of an Aries star sign, which Aries is the Greek god of war, which is totally appropriate to my blonde-haired daughter. Fuck. Anyway, (laughs) so you put her on a motorbike, and she's done this since she was like two or three. You chuck her on a motorbike, and she's only little. We her her name's Layla Dot, so middle name's Dot after my grandmother. Yeah. And we, my ex-wife and I, always used to call her our little Dot because she was quite small when she was born. Yeah. Tiny. Like three pound, yeah, yeah. But and she's always always healthy, but the smaller part yeah, yeah. of her class. Yeah. And you chuck her on a bike, so I can sit on the front of the seat, and I just sit back a little bit on a motorbike yeah, and squeeze yeah. her in. 
Dude, you've never seen someone so hang- angry to fucking just chicken wing the shit out of the fucking throttle. You're like, woman, you're gonna, we're going to fall off this thing and it's going to be skin graft central down the way. But loves it, man, mad on it. But I, so I, I, that part of us, that freedom, that yeah. whole experience of being organic, it's wide into a two-year-old blonde Aries yeah. tip rat. Mm. I know that. And yeah. now she's seven and she's still chicken wings uh, the shit out of the Harley, the yeah. Triumph. Like, woman, stop. Shout out Darren Naparoski with his 32, 33 window with its 283 and four speed and the little kid that get little daughter that goes, go, daddy, go. All about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They feel it. Daughters and their dads, sons <clears> and their mums. Yeah, I said I haven't done any you know, serious long riding like what you've just done but, I mean we used to go to Phillip Island for the Grand Prix oh that's a big ride in a day but dude you get down the other side of Melbourne there and that opens up to some amazing country yep. down there like that and you get to cram in your riding with thousands of other bikes on the way to the way to the GP and like that's what's probably three hours each way yeah apart from that <clears throat> you don't have to go far yeah like summertime I put the kids to bed like once I got rid of the Harley and got the Kingswood, like I hadn't had a bike for a while. Yeah. And then um, we lost Dad, and I thought, you know, I'll, Dad had this VF1000 when I was 10. Cool. I thought, I'll see if I could try and find one because yeah. they're hard to – I found one anyway, got it got it on the club bridge and got it back on the road and just summer, kids bed, just, just around the lake, cruising the, cruise around the streets, just, you know, cruising out here. It's yeah. just – you just get out and go. And, but you come back an hour later. And you think, yeah, that was just totally cool. Totally different. It was cool. Yeah. And you guys, like, don't get me wrong, yeah, it's cold as a witch's tip, but this is a gorgeous part of Australia. Yeah. Like, you've got, got some great buildings that are 150, 180, 200 years old. Oh, yeah. And you've got this amazing rolling landscape. You're at, we're bugger all from the ocean. We're some of the most beautiful black grazing country that you can yeah. you can bloody put nails in the ground and grow bloody railway say, sleepers. As you like, say, like you're taking some pretty isolated roads on your way down here even, but some of the architecture just out on those back roads, those old and that's, bloody and ruins that's, of old... And that's kind of the stuff, and, you, know, you know, you can do an hour ride from here and you can see oh, some mate, amazing oh, On a stuff. Sunday morning, we'll, we'll just leave from here and there's like three ways you can get out to Dalesford. Yep. And Dalesford and back's a good Dalesford, have a coffee or drink or whatever and come home. Yep. Depends which way you want to go. If you want to go out there and back, yeah. you're back in an hour or so. I mean, you can go from Dalesford, Trentham, Greendale, and like from, from Dalesford back to the highway. It's got some bloody yeah. fantastic roads. Yeah, well, actually, I reckon even if we ask Benny, like he knows how close I am to the Dalesford Road here. Yeah. But I'd spoken to Wilson Murphy a couple of times about driving the Nash and like virtually a couple of times it didn't quite line up and we're at the buddy Ballarat swap meet and actually shout out the fridge swap meet coming up. Mm. We've probably been by the time this episode comes out. But, um, <laughs> but, but, but Wilson, Wilson came up to be at the swap meet and he said, I'm thinking it's time. I said, what, to take the keys? And he said, yeah. So him and my daughter got in the front, like Toby's 28. Yeah. And I've sat in the back seat. And he's taken us, we've ended up at Dalesford, but he's taken lefts that I wouldn't have taken to take another right that oh, I wouldn't have taken. He's yeah, taken yeah. me along roads that I wouldn't have taken. And it might have taken us an extra 10, 15 minutes yeah, to get to Dalesford. there's a few, few different but ways to get to for a bloke who's 53 and lived in Ballarat his whole life, where the ultimate weekend bloody road trip is a sad day to fucking Dalesford. Yeah. I've got a version of that from Wilson that I've never had before. 
No, in it's just, car, uh, just sitting in the back seat, living large. See, you're in the back of your own car, but it's a suicide door. Oh, suicide So you feel like a bit doors. more of a lord or a king. If it was yeah. in the back of a king's door, you'd be like, yeah, I'm in the back. Oh, see, I know. But when you got a suicide door, it's like, sir, your car. Man, I don't have the access to suicide I'm door to drop the milk. Out. You're, you're, you're step out of the nest. I normally only open the suicide door to drop the Milwaukee fucking suicide door. Roderick, you'll be down to the Rowing Club this afternoon. Total, total, pip, pip. Tellio. We digress. But, you know, I only ever open that suicide door generally to put the Milwaukee fucking sight radio on the back seat. So it's pretty good to climb it, open yeah. climb in. No, I'm, yeah, I totally get there why you'd, uh, why you'd want to do it's that. It's a loose night, mate. I'm going to be pulling another meat out, drinking some fucking shots of Danny Dave's wonderful whiskey that lightweight, lightweight Leroy never picked up from me. <laughs> that was, that, that's Leroy's bottle. I drank my own. Yeah, Thanks, Leroy. Yeah, cheers, Leroy. Shout out, uh, Danny Dave. Uh, 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 Dave's, what's Dave's? He's got a YouTube channel where he's, he does explore Australia. Rush, yeah. uh, bloke and a troopie. Bloke and a troopie. Yeah, look at look. We need to it. find out what the name of that is because he D- Dave does monster caves for someone who hasn't got six hundred horsepower. And they're only he's, he's a legend bloke. He's somebody with me in Great Western. Great Western threw me in the troopie and drove me around the district because he knows the district so well. We yeah. left the Nash at the car park, we, like at the car show, yeah, and got in the troopie. This little video, they're not that long, but he just he finds a spot and does a bit of a And he video. knows everybody. You'd be surprised. Is one man in a, one like, bloke in a troopie or just bloke in a troopie or something, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, nah. I've got to do some research. Send him a message thing. on Instagram or something, find his YouTube, get on it. It's cool, as. Anyway. Yeah, well, anyway, well done on the black dog run. Thank mate. you so much, man. Really great effort. It. Yeah, twenty well, probably twenty grand by the time this comes out. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But that's 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 a huge effort. And look, if you do yeah. something in the future, let us know. We'll be promoting it. Oh, if the thought goes through and, my mind, um, you'll be the second thing I'm. No worries, guys. We start with our never late eight. Yeah, we'll do we'll do reverse. So late <laughs> eight, eight last. I don't think we need to actually um, hit the stop because they do it on Joe Rogan. But yeah, I'm we'll going for a piss. Yeah, all oh, right. So I'll, <laughs> I'll start. Will I? You want me to start? Carry on. Well, if you need one, Benny, we'll have to stop. Maybe. You're right, mate. You're all right, mate. All good. I'm just. Uh, oh, there, that's his. Uh, that's his written, written lyrics for uh, Hallelujah. He's Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Righty. All right. Well, while flying solo, we'll go with your first car-related memory. Oh, um, Dad's HJ Ute. Uh, it was in the lighter green, two five three. That'd be liniment. Liniment green, yes, yes. Yep. Come in, liniment green. HJ <clears throat> bench sheet. If no one's investigating from Vic Roads, possibly four up. <laughs> um, I think my brother and I, so my brother's only 18 months younger than me. Um, so I might have been, oh, mate, four. Four. We come in, we grew up on property, come down the driveway, cruise down the driveway, and just as we got over, there's a little drainage bridge just before the house, and we got over the bridge, and the 253 stalled right before we got to the garage, and my brother and I in the middle, lap sash, safe as houses between two of us. And dad turns across to mum and he goes, I'm fucking going to sell this thing. <laughs> and I think that was 1983. <laughs> <laughs> that's my earliest, that's my earliest <clears throat> car related memory. Oh, that's me. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, okay. Well, what was your first car? And again, we try and reflect on it. Mightn't have been when you had a license. It might have been something that you. I grew up in the country, so if yeah. it's my first car that I touched yeah. that I could drive, spend uh, your own money on. That's a loose term. Oh, well, go hand the car, <laughs> I used to yeah. fucking do a bit of work at the dairy. Like I used to get a dollar a day to fucking hose out the dairy. That was a shit, literally a shit job. That's it. Um, <laughs> I think it may have been a green milk crate green yeah. Datsun One Twenty Y, and it wasn't the standard No One Twenty Y. It was the sports coupe with the. Oh. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the fastback. I'm, yeah, I'm, the on, fastback. The, I'm on the record as saying how ugly is a 120Y coupe, and I'm also on the record of redeeming myself <laughs> because Ken Malcolm's yeah, lady. You've got a pretty tidy one in Ballarat. Right? <laughs> yeah. one in Ballarat. But right I found out, that was my one week moment. How ugly is a 120Y coupe? And I even had Timmy Barnett, I reckon, come with me on that one. But, but the amazing <laughs> thing about that model of Japanese Datsuns was you could run them out of fuel, oil, or water, top any one of those three up, and it <laughs> keep driving oh, yeah. like we used to go we had uh dad got the tractors in and they lasered a couple of bays out the front this is early oh late 80s sorry and dad bought this he probably got given this that's and remember when we remember you used to give a slab and you get a car yeah. bottle yeah. you get a car this 120 y showed up and you go flat out in reverse <laughs> Until the gearbox sounded like a twin screw blower, and then you hit the handbrake and fling it and come back around, and you'd just be doing the right speed, you could smash it back up into third and hit it and go. And that's how my brother and I learned to drive. But, and I, I think the only thing that replaced that, because I may have accidentally on purpose put diesel in it because I wanted to know what had happened. <laughs> um, we, we got a 180B after that. Oh, ooh. yeah, yeah, because everyone goes, oh, bulletproof. Like, fucking more. That's Steven Seagal of the Datsuns, the 180B. That was, that will kill him, man. But, yeah, definitely yeah. first car was a 120 wide. But first road-registered car yeah. was a really amazing piece of Australian history. It was a 1977 HX Kingswood. Didn't have 200,000 Ks on it. This is mid-90s. Yeah. I had to save up half the money and Dad went the other half. That yeah. was the deal to get my old plate car. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 253, three on the tree, ex-cop car. That is cool. If you guys at home playing know the HJ to HZ dashes, they're a blue needle, five-kilometre-hour increments. That's it. Because this was a cop, cop car. Too, it it had a final roof yeah. over it to cover up where the bolt holes yeah. were. from, But it had... Two kilometre hour yeah. increments, and it went white two... needle nipped down to a tiny red needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, but that, still, but still, to... the basic dash, like still, just fuel. They went fast. They went. Was it a high number on the speedo or not? Was it two twenty? I, I think get, it was 220. I, I knew the increments to, were different, but yeah. I've, I've got a funny feeling they might have gone like But it had the, had the fine needle. I, yeah. And it was more yeah, accurate. I had an ex-South Australian HJ 253T, but... Um, which, cop car? Yeah, cop car. Ex-cop car. Did South it have Australian that, that, did it have that speedo? Route, that speedo. It did. See, and back then, like, fucking... Couple hundred bucks would get you a fucking Kingswood back then. Yeah, yeah fuck right. me, dead. We used to go shooting galas at the fucking uh, at the wheat crop out of a HK one eight six Monaro with a pump action shotgun yeah. that'd be worth god yeah. knows like hundred and fifty grand. Oh, was and my HG GDS in the orange with the orange Ooh. and black trim option. I did a trade in deal on a HX two fifty three three on the tree, and I love that thing. 
Fuck that Drew's second gear, that old HX. That G. But, but that, the HG, oh. one, one of 10 or 12 that's got the trim pack. And Stop 186S Trimatic, you know. So I would have been bored driving it, but, you know, yeah. Uh, it'd, be, but it'd, be, it'd be a decent house back in the H, 90s. Yeah, that that HZ I spoke about over T, I missed that car more. Really? Me, me HB with 327 and 1,040 kilos. Like, I missed that car more. Yeah, no miss, shit. It would have been a I, fucking I handful on the best. Yeah, no, no fucking disrespect for Brian Bla- Brian Plankman, but I don't want me 186SHG <laughs> Monaro back. <laughs> Just a slight tangent when you're talking about shooting out of a Monaro. <laughs> yeah. To be confirmed, but the legend has it, there is a fella out at Skipton yeah, I don't know where you've been in Skipton. I know where it is. Is that the orange HG out there? There's a meant to be a Warwick yellow HK Monaro that the old fella has used as his farm vehicle no. for years. A mate of mine was telling me, oh, I haven't seen this bloke for a while, but he, he's, in a, he's a sparky and does a lot of just jobs around there. And him and his mates have actually pulled some ripper cars out of sheds. And he offered to buy this fella a brand new ute. Said, to swap to give him he said you give me this no it's got like whole shotgun holes in it <laughs> yep. but it's a Warwick yellow GS I don't know whether it's V8 yeah. six cylinder but, but it's two doors it's a Monaro he's driving around skipping and, and apparently and like I said know, it's not confirmed here's a 62,000 dollar Hilux I'll do you a straight yeah. well he said what do you want I'll take this nah fuck, I'm not for sale you know the HG I'm talking about in Skipton though the orange one, yeah, yeah it's parked the on the side one. of the road. Or like, it's just got more fucking creed than any fucking agent. But, yeah, this thing, this thing, and, like, he mm. said, said the bloke, um, like, I haven't spoken to me. Get out of here, young um, fella. For, for a while, yeah. It's just, just these, uh, yeah, this is, this is, oh, I can't remember the last time I saw him. But, anyway. Shout um, out to Gary from Miner's Rest, who only ever uses his Pepper Red XB GT manual coupe. If he's got a trailer to fucking drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's funny. Like, the, yeah, these old blokes have got their cars. And, and it's interesting because Denny Dave, Denny Dave, some of the adventures Denny Dave has been, oh, my God. He's part bloodhound, the prick. Mm. Okay, let's, anyway, pull, let's, let's pull us back into let's line. Go back yep, yep, we'll go to question three. You were going to ask the, that one, mate. Uh, Favourite car you've owned? Now, I know you built that bloody army burnout car. That was cool shit, hands-on. Right Getting paid to but build a 532-cubic-inch blown Ford. Yeah, that's pretty with, sweet. With, 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 it wasn't my money. Yeah. And I made 932 horsepower on 98 octane with soft tune. Fuck yeah. Fucking last time we I spoke was about this car. I was hard as a... Last time we spoke about this car, you and I were standing next to it two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny as fuck that opened like that. Um, yeah. that. Don't get me wrong, that was really good. Favourite car, car that Benny's owned himself. I know, you, I know you're about the wind in the hair. So, you know, maybe we've got to go favourite fucking bike. HX Kingswood was a great yeah, it doesn't car. doesn't have to be a car, I suppose. Is there, is there a favourite bike you've, you've put oh. in front of a car? Favourite vehicle, then. The Kingswood was good. I had a VG Regal two-door Hemi 265 oh. Turbo. It was a cool thing. Um, HQ two-door in a 253 Trimatic. It was cool. Mark II Escort was off its head, a little 1600. <laughs> um, um, I did up a fucking late model Fairmont with a 5.4 four-grand store with 411s. It was fun, but... 
Fucking furious indecisive. The ex, you could have a podcast. The, ex, ex, <laughs> the, the wedding present to the ex was a VESS sports wagon, six litre manual, black on black with black DVD player, <laughs> Yaltair intake, DeFilippo exhaust tune, oh, headers. But that HX Kings, what I had, as much as the HQ Monaro was an iconic car that got yeah. fucking stolen in Brisbane from Green Slopes. 2001, if anyone's seen it, bring me. Um, um, is that the a King- suburb or are we getting racist? <laughs> no, green green slope is. Um, so that HX, I had that for a long time. And so back in the late 90s, I poured $7,500 into the motor of that, put a Salisbury in it with 355 diff gears, super turbo, five speed. What year again? 77. Oh, the late 90s, so yeah, like yeah. 97, yeah, 98. still big money back then. And I put, it was Yellow Terror Head, single plane manifold, big holly, big stick. Uh, Marty at Procams did up a big stick for me. Electronic ignition. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was, there was 377 horsepower out of a fucking 253. Like, Fuck it was, yeah. and a manual. That's up there. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. It was, and you know, would have sounded fucking awesome. Like, and you, did your own HQ, <laughs> you, you know, you can only get like 225s, 235s under the bum end before you're rolling guards and fucking around like, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the four drivers. Like, oh, you get two nine forward standing on the back of it. No one cares. Shut up. Um, <laughs> So holds down, they get the skinny wheels under the back. So it always sounded like you had an extra 50 horsepower because mm. you chirp every year. And a lot of fun, a lot of times, a lot of sex, like a lot of Ks. I put, <laughs> I must have put, if I didn't put 150,000 Ks on that car, so that's, that's probably cool. one of the legends. Yep. Yeah, no, I'll, Makes I'll, sense. I'll take that because yeah. you could retire a car after a story like that. Yeah, 100%, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah that's where it earned to keep all the way. Well, let's t- let's bring you down a level. <laughs> Is that your regretful sale? Uh, or the missed opportunity we can also fucking drop in here. So. HQ Monaro, two-door Monaro getting stolen. I, I don't want to look up what that car would be worth. Mm. Yeah, that's a regret, me. but I suppose you didn't move that on intention. And it was the, I was going out with this girl at the time. She had a Doberman, and for whatever reason that night, locked it. The Doberman up, never locked the Doberman up. Lock the Doberman up, box <laughs> no, the no, HQ Monaro. So if anyone playing at home, don't lock your fucking dog up. I think she fucking set you up, really. I don't, I don't, I think there's more to be told. It's upsetting me. <laughs> anyway, I sold that VG Regal to be an adult, Yeah. which is, by the way, being an adult is highly overrated. One star would not recommend. <laughs> um, HX Kingswood probably shouldn't have sold that because all the money I poured into it. Um, what's the big regret? The Regal, I think, the Valiant, the two-door Regal, I yeah. think, was the big. Because I did the interior, I did the paint, did the wheels, did the motor, did the box. Yeah. There was nothing yeah, wrong with cool it. cool car thing. It was, it was, it, and, it was sorted. Yeah, and, the backyard built, builds guys, when they dropped it on us, that the one the, the regret was any car they had that drove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, not fucking well, wrong. So I suppose for one that you've invested everything. I just can't remember his name at... Fulcrum suspension in Townsville. They, the suspension boys, I probably only had about two or three death threats from owning that car from going to get wheel alignments with a torsion bar front end. But, you know, um, move towns every couple of years. So <laughs> but, yeah, probably the I, – I, I, yeah, really. my answer will be lock-in B Yeti, the BG265 Hemi, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, no, cool as – uh, yeah, you can go, mate. Just get ready. Yeah, well, this is the one. I'm happy listening. We're pretty, we're pretty loose. It's a Friday night, not a sun, not a Saturday, are they? So, uh, 
Yeah, favourite car event. What, what what are the events that get Benny excited? What, what, what is the sort of stuff you gear up for? Um, little bits and pieces. Like we, that, and that, again, we're probably back to bikes at this point. Oh, we are. Don't get me wrong. Bike events when you've got good, cool dudes, chicks, bikes events. Shovel Fest was the other weekend in Denny. That's a mad event. Mm. But just any bike event where it's run by people that drop the ego away, Let's just get people together to common interest. Any yeah. event, any event's good. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Any but, event that doesn't need a lot of management. But you know what? You know what's mm. really a quite an amazing event is Bright Hot Rod Run. Mm. There we fucking go. amazing event. Fucking if we don't get when to Bright, we've learned fucking. When nothing. you've got locals <laughs> in their fifties, sixties, and seventies that are taking their wrought iron furniture from the veranda out to the medium strip, just sitting there to sit there and drink champagne and watch these beautiful cars ride past. That's the locals. Never been there. Last year we, we ended up in Bright. I think the Monday after. Yeah, yeah. Monday after, well, unintentional. We just planned. I think it. You were saying there was no, still yeah. some cars but lingering. Like we had a. We just stay at the caravan park, which is a five-minute walk into, yeah. into the main drag. And, like, every day there's hot rods still cruising wow, around. It's wow, like wow. – and then you see the footage. I think yeah. we did that cruising mag review just not long after. And they, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. the run down at Bright. And it's like, yeah, like, we were just walking that street and yeah. just bumping to bump with cool cars. Yeah, and I've had yeah. conversations with people. And there's people in <coughs> cars – but that's not even the official one. It hasn't been an official one yeah. for two years. Well, and that's, that's all you can't. So yeah, but this year, no I didn't see This year is officially yeah. on. Yeah, well, even when it's not official, there's people who go to that run every year that don't enter the, the Bright Rod run. I couldn't and talk uh, anyone into it quick enough. And I've been to the Brighter Days Festival. Yes. Which is a town festival. Yes. Which may as well be another fucking car festival. I and apparently all the people who bring their cars... Fantastic. So all the people who bring their cars who don't enter Bright Rod Run apparently are the ones that then also go to the Brighter Days ah. Festival. But it's got a real car focus too. But, yeah, no, the Bright Rod Run. Like Bright Rod if Run. We don't, if we don't enter the Bright Rod Run... For the next one, Jesus. we've learned nothing from this podcast. We keep asking, <laughs> we keep asking what's your favourite car event in Bright Rod Run? Is, so in Bright Rod Run, Brian Nats, we've got a Bright Rod Run and Chopped. <laughs> and Chopped. Chopped. Or Brian, uh, Brian Ford. I've got a Brian Ford tattoo. Uh, where's me Hemi? That's a Ryan, <laughs> I'm wearing a, a fucking Ford. chopped fucking T-shirt. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Ryan Ford's a hell of a nice guy. Um, hard metal, hard yeah. metal, yeah. yeah. Ryan's a really nice guy. Him and his dad have done an amazing thing with Chopped. I'm real keen on going to it this year as well. It yeah. lines up with my days, so yeah. it's good. Dirt's back. December, is Yeah, December. November, December, yeah. Yeah, man. dirt drags are back. Yeah. Apparently the same time as that big music festival mm-hmm. in Geelong that I, second, in Melbourne that I got excited about. Second, second of December. Yeah, yeah well, that's the same as that big music festival in in Melbourne, which yeah, apparently I'm not going to now because I'm going to. Is that the one Deftones are playing, huh? Yeah, that's Yeah, I did see that. Interesting yeah, lineup. The... No effects. No effects, Deftones, fucking Gurge, right? Regurgitator, right? Yeah, there's some there's cool some... shit. Um, so Bright Rod Run... Chrysler's on the Murray yeah, is a really before, fun event. Scotty Taylor and I used to go to that because um, Scotty only lived up the road in Holbrook. I lived in yeah. Wodonga. made sense. Um, amazing quality cars. Chrysler guys are built different. We've got the yeah, we've got... But they are cool cats and girls. And I said about Dave Green and his Valiant Mafia, well, I suppose I've got to include Mopar. They Mopar, are, Mopar. Because I didn't say Mopar, I dropped the valley. They love it. Lined it up they with, are staunch. Yeah, but I lined, Mo, I lined Valiant up with Dave Green, whereas I should have been talking Dodge already, you know, so I was a bit, I was off the mark. So that's a, that's an amazing event to go to. They used to have one 
and I'm really sorry if I'm, I'm being rude and they still have it and I haven't been aware of it, but there used to be a Ford run where they'd meet at Broad Meadow um, in Geelong at the Ford factory. Then they go up to Broad Meadows, excuse me, on Sydney Road, and then they go up to Echuca. Oh, okay. There used to be a Ford run and and I think initially it was like a Ford Coupe run, so it was the XABC yeah, 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 run. yeah. And then I think they just opened it up a little bit up. more. And they used to go, so meet in Geelong, or the Geelong boys would leave Geelong, go to Broadmeadows, pick up the Melbourne boys, and, and they cruise over Echuca. And Echuca, like, that's my hometown. Yeah. So I was born in Echuca in 79. So Echuca is, the tourists are great. If you come up to Echuca and you're from Melbourne, we want you up there to spend your money and have a good time. Just remember we do things a little bit slower in country towns, so don't be in such a rush when you come up. We love that you come up mm. and spend money because you guys spending money in that town allows us to have good stuff like the good parks, paddle steamers, high street looks amazing, the old heritage stuff. Yeah, it just, does. Just it slow just good. just slow down when you come into a trigger because we don't operate as fast as Melbourne. It's like Melbourne. Yeah, exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. So that that run was a pretty cool thing. Summonats is amazing because of the people. Don't get me wrong. You're always going to have your mind blown by the cars. Yeah. It's the people that I fucking love seeing there. Yeah. Just good people. It gets me excited. And that's, you know, when you're talking about you go to an amazing car show, three, four days of fucking, yeah, and then you come home and you're yeah, watching the jocks and the kids are yelling at you and you're like, ah, oh, fucking reality. <laughs> yeah, I got jealous of so much stuff from the last summer. And that's just people that we've connected with over the last 12 months. And look, all and, of a sudden, and a really good mate of mine, Clive Polidano, Blue Mule from Echuga, yeah. Old Time Autos. Clive's in this amazing mix of dudes and there's the Riverina Thrashers in that, Matty Waters and his dad, those boys, um, the Newcastle boys, which is Kurt Whitaker and all those boys, yeah. um, Pro Street Automotive. There's just... Good people. Throw a Danny Dave and a John Smoother. Danny Dave and I were eating burgers together, having a few beers you know, down the street. Like, Just, it's good people. Again, yes, there was good cars. There was good cars. It was amazing cars. There always is. But it's people that get you going back to it. Yeah. Nah, so they're my picks. Okay, now. Oh, no. motivation in Perth. Don't get me wrong to the Perth viewers. Yeah. Um, I've been to that a couple of times. It does motivation in Perth is Fucking incredible mm. event. Yeah. And they've done so well. So Namaste, they've done really yeah. well over there. Good job. And I'll, and I'll admit at the moment that I lit the fire a bit early tonight because I thought there was a chance you might have been rolling up the driveway in Ballarat on a fucking Harley. I thought, well, I'll better keep you fucking warm. You'll see where I'm sitting. <laughs> I nearly brought the truck. You'll see where I set your little fucking bed up. I hope your toes don't fucking That would have been my feet in. Sleeping bag, you know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all looking all right. But so current cars, this thing, this uh. car. Well, okay. some kind of Commodore, and I know it's got a bull bar on it, which had me excited. So, <laughs> well, it doesn't what? have to be a car; it could be your bike collection. Yeah, well, oh, okay. Cars, so I got a, so I got an got Indian, Indian Scout Bobber. Makes it made a hundred horsepower from factory, and then I put in so one of the new ones. Or, yeah, one of the yeah. new ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one um, of my mates just bought one of the. Uh, let me think. Chief Dark Chief Horse. Chief Dark Horse. Yeah. Beautiful big thing. He had one of the um, everything you'll get off a road king for ten grand less. He had one of the uh, one of those flat track looking things. FT, FTR. F, yeah, he had one of them. And angry looking aggressive. Yeah, thing. He, I mean he liked it, but he wanted more of a cruise, so he took it back and got the the chief. He's not he's not long picked it up. I haven't seen it yet. Do a thousand k's. He loves it. it. No worries. Yeah. He loves it. So I got one of them. I got a um, Triumph Speedmaster, the five Speedmaster. Um, fuck. I, 
I've got nothing stock because I fuck with everything. Yeah. Um, so I fucked with that heaps. And that's a beautiful bike. You can smash K's on that. I've got the Harley, which I rode up the towns. Everyone knows about the Harley. A uh, yeah. little Nightstar 1200. Redmond reckons it's the loudest pipes he's ever heard on a bike. <laughs> um, and I love it. I love it. Everything, mufflers seem to fall off stuff I own. Um, it's like you got you can't, like, I had this soft tail. Like, I mean, before I had the soft tail, I had the, the VTR 1000. Yeah, nice. That had uh, mad as race pipes on it. And to, I've never had a four cylinder bike until this, until the current bike, which is still a V4. Yeah. But, um, you can't beat those two-cylinder motors, man. They just like I put it, the VTR had modified stockies on, like someone took the guts out. Yeah, yeah. And it sounded nice. And then uh, the local fella here that I was talking about getting oil or something. He goes, "Oh, I've got some um, race pipes. You want them? Like, Three hundred bucks a year. I'll put them on and start it up." It's like, oh, fuck yeah, teddy bear. Man. <laughs> it's like yeah. I remember one time we were going. I think we were going to the um, going to the superbikes. And I said, oh, we'll meet at the BP out here, Brewery Tap. Anyway, there's a bloke there. He had a ZX-10 or something like that. He goes, oh, heard you coming from before the hill. They <laughs> 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 so got rid of that, got the soft tail, and um, I bought that from Peter Stevens in, in Geelong, which is yep. one of the import things. Yep. And, he, and they had the Screaming Eagle sort of slash kind of thing. They said, yeah, piss them off. I want the um, Vanton Hines, yeah, big yep. radius turbine. Yeah, bikes. beautiful. Yeah, nice. And, of course, Come and pick it up. I didn't hear it running with those. I come and pick it up. And the 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 missus sort of thought she she said it sounded like a good fuck. That's fucking awesome. V twin. So um, that's where I got the email from. The Instagram is AOSV twin. So yeah, cool enough to fucking spoke on Instagram. And then um. <laughs> yeah, got rid of the softy, got the Kingswood, and got this this Honda, and even the the sound of this thing being a V four, it doesn't sound like a four. It still sounds <clears throat> it's at idle. Sounds like a V twin, and then yeah, you yeah. get on it, it sounds like a four. It's a weird. Sounds full. It's the weirdest thing yeah, to ride, man. The V fours are a different thing, and it just it's the power like, delivery. It doesn't feel like you're going fast. And it's like a motor guzzy. Yeah, I like a motor guzzy is a V twin, like all the other V twins. Yeah, like this. But a motor guzzy, you'll hear a motor guzzy go past you. Like, mm. oh, yeah, we. Anyway, we guzzy. digress. We digress. Um, so yeah. I bought a VE Commodore and a VESS as a, to you know, family taxi drive the kids around. Got away. And a, <laughs> I, I didn't take exhaust and tune. Yep, that was all good. And then got excited and put a cam in it. Anyway, ripped the head off. Number three or number five inlet. Punch on the piston. Oh, a little hole. Like, oh, do the seat in the head and chuck another piston in it. Oh, got it torn down. Might as well. <laughs> you know, LS, LS rods aren't great, so chuck some H-beams at it. No, oh, fucking Carrillo makes some really nice pistons. We can pump it up to 11 to 1, take fucking 10 there off the block. Ricky Norton's amazing with heads. Like, Ricky, Ricky Norton can do things with heads that people only dream of. He is the Merlin of fucking heads. And then Johnny Marshall, who used to fucking manage Crow Cams, is now at his own Johnny Marshall Custom Cams. He's amazing. I'll build your cam. Yeah, so the fucking... He thinks I'm a psycho. That's all. Yeah, you're going to hear this fucking thing running, mate. So he used... This is the ex-crew chief for Lambertina Top Fuel. Like, oh, he will forget more about motors than I'll ever know in my fucking life. Yeah. He goes, we'll do this thing on 112 centers with a 637 left and fucking it'll be real cool. I'm like, that, that, that's a, 
big can, Johnny. No, no, no I'll put this in my son or my son-in-law's car and it'll make great power and be really good. 6.30. So I take it down. To, I, we screw this motor together. Ricky Norton head, Johnny Marshall cam, 11.1, standard stroke. And we drop it off at Chris Finn at Blue Power, who's an amazing dude. If you're going to get out a car tune, Chris Finn is amazing. Anyway, Chris rings me up, and he's trying to be all cool eating a sandwich. He's like, who screwed this engine together? I'm like, oh, Clive and me and Ricky and, and Johnny. And he goes, it's tough. <laughs> and I'm like, what did it make? And he goes, it's, it's coming in about 3.34 at the rear. And I'm like, oh, kilowatts of horsepower. And he goes, well, first one, then the other. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Anyway, you give this thing back, it was tight. It was a fucking handful, and it's a manual because I'm a dickhead. So manual, big fucking clutch, big heavy clutch, big cam, dickhead. This is what you're driving kids to school in. So this thing's a 650 horsepower flywheel fucking daily driver. When when you go through Melbourne City and they're protesting, it's not the best thing to drive because the clutch gets real sticky. Anyway, <laughs> I've got this gold 1988 60 series cruiser that I put a 6.5 Chev diesel in. So it makes all the horsepower and the torque in the world. It's great to drive, good on fuel, consistent 13 litres per 100. I've had it. I've had it 6.5 ton gross at 100 k's an hour. Still gets 19 litres per hundred. Yeah, and it's a big dog. You're talking. It's just short of 400 cubes yeah. in a diesel. Mm. It's like Casey Jones freight train. And I always say to the kids because I put a really nice Sony stereo in it with subwoofer front of the seat. And I like driving. It's a good <laughs> thing. I always say to the kids, I'll pick you up tonight in the cruiser from school. And they're like, Nah, Dad, black car. And you're like, <laughs> so you got all these Lorna Jane zombies in their active wear and coffees driving the Prados in 200 and these things coughing chop, and chop, spitting chop, and chop, carrying chop, on chop. like Puff the Magic Dragon and everyone oh my eyes are stinging and fumes everywhere and, oh, not making any friends but the kids love it and I may or may not succumb to a bit of peer pressure from a seven-year-old daughter like, oh, do a skid dad. Like, Don't tell your grandmother. It might pop a clutch. Allegedly. Pop a clutch. So and the good. only other car I've got at the moment is a, uh, I bought it off Ross Page, who I was in the army with. Ross is an amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, he's got a podcast called, what's Ross's, Pagey Train. Yeah. Um, so Ross and I did a lot of time in the army together. He was the second owner of a 1978 HZ Kingswood, yeah, uh, Burgundy, uh, 202, uh, three on the tree. I'm a bit partial. Sounds like Johnny. Bit partial to Colin yeah. F manuals. I'm a bit partial. Um, Eighty one and a half thousand Ks. Yeah. Mm. So the interior on it, I could pull the interior out and sell the fucking interior for six grand. Yeah. But I won't. I'll just fuck with it horribly. So that's going to be that the next few years. The Commodore is pretty much where it needs to be if Agro stops me from putting a twin screw on it. <laughs> so the Commodore is where it needs to be. The Cruise is a really good thing. It's, yeah. They're both reliable. So the Kingswood will be the time and money over the next few years because I like to get that to where I want it to be. Yeah. So yeah, that's all my current sort of rides. Yeah, it's nice. happened a little bit earlier. Got a full shed. Yeah, no, that, this is the next problem, shed space. Uh, well, I do there like we go. Oh, fucking writing your own segues too. Dream <laughs> yeah. car or garage. 100%, mate. 100%. We've got a dream. We've got a garage dream. Um, so I'd like to build to, a... Or is there a car? Like, if we can use this too, money, no object, what would you own? Oh, money, no object, what would I own? You know what? I'm a really big fan of Carol Shelby. Mm. 
so like a GT three fifty. Yeah. So, you know, he's a he's a little Mustang with a fastback with a mm. two eighty nine, and Carol Shelby comes along like, you know, it'll be fucking cool in this. Mm. Let's put a Cobrajet fucking mm. four twenty nine in the fucking yeah. I think that would be a really cool part of motoring history. Yeah. I think that phase three would be an amazing part of Australian yeah. motoring history yeah. to own. Um, but we could also let you solve your hypothetical shed crisis too in this part. Oh, really? Yeah, you're going to build a new shed. Um, so if I was going to build a shed, it wouldn't be anything over the top. Eight bays, heated floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Couple uh, of hoists. Federation blue, hoist per bay. <laughs> but do them, do them double bay depth so you can park a car in front of it and underneath. Yeah, beautiful. Because you want to have a bay for your bikes, a bay for your daily driver, a bay for your four-wheel drive, a bay for your hot car. That's yeah. it. And you'd have to do a rod as well. If you had the kids, yeah. well, you'd have to do a rod. It's got to join to the house so the missus can get shopping in easy. Well, yeah, have a bay this, join yeah, to this the is house. the thing. Like, do you have a shed house? Do you have a house shed? Like, <laughs> you know, which 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 way you go? Like, like what we've got here. Like, you've got a heater. You've got a fridge. This is a, this is a single man's a this is a single man's paradise. But I'm not seeing too many ladies that want to come and spend a night here. Well, maybe you're not advertising in the right places. They could be. Have to get him on Tinder, bro. Yeah. Take okay. a swipe left, mate. Well, from a man that we're honoured to have in our space tonight, uh, have you got any words of wisdom, Benny, for how people could maybe carry themselves or how to achieve your dreams or whether it's about just getting out there and. Doing something good or um, words of wisdom. It's words of wisdom. Fuck. Okay. This is even fuck. That sounds like a word of wisdom. Words of wisdom. <laughs> um, probably more so that I've learned the last six weeks more than anything is is um, is more about just being comfortable in your own skin, being really comfortable with who you are. You've got to you you spend your whole life in your own skin. So you really need to be comfortable with your yeah. own company. Then you yourself and then you need to back that. So you need to be okay with sitting in silence with yourself. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love music. I fucking love music. I talk for fucking three weeks straight without breathing <laughs> about music because I love it. Or movies or You'll books. get a chance. You'll get a chance. But um, you need to be comfortable in your own skin. So you just need to be really aware of, you don't have to grow up and be a rock star. You can no. grow up and be a rock star to your kids. Yeah. That would mean the world to fucking two or three people that are in your life yeah, that yeah. think you are a god or a rock star already. I said that. My daughter was proud when I read out that Bigfoot poem at the at the Dan yeah, and the Carlton. And that was enough. Like we walked out the door. The minute she said that, I'm like, let's get out of here. Beautiful. I didn't need any more. Like, don't get me wrong, my spirit animal is Bon Scott. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm not going to try and aspire to be Bon Scott because I'm no. actually really good at being Ben Hewlett. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. think you, you need to be really good at being OO and you need to be really good at being Moses, Moses because no one's Chris Kelly. I'm, no one's yeah. better than that than yeah. you. Yeah. So just learn how to be at peace in and yourself. be happy in yourself. Mm, fucking love it. And then when you're happy within yourself, happiness tends to be a little bit fucking karmic and it comes out of you. Yeah. And when that happiness comes out of you and people can see you're happy, people want to be around you. And when you attract people to you, your loved ones, your friends, your family, or even strangers, you're getting so fucking fuel at 7-Eleven Mobile, getting a donut and fucking $2.30 fucking of 98 octane. <laughs> but if you're being happy and you're, and you're interacting with those people who are happy, yeah. 
you're dead a long time. Mm. You've only got, yeah, on average, months. about 80 years to be the best version of yourself. So yeah. do I mean, that. Don't yeah. try and impress people because they'll forget about you in three generations. Yeah. Just be happy yeah. being you. And if you can be happy being you, people will want to be around you. Yeah. And you'll draw in the ones that are important to you. Love that. That's a favourite. Mm. Now, that one today is probably going to can't be here forever. And what time is it now? Nine, nine eight o'clock. Um, Way past nine. What are we listening to, <laughs> Betty? Because now you've all started an, an what are we listening to? passion in music, you know? Like, do you want to recommend uh, anything you're listening to at the moment? I'd come unprepared. I didn't even get What that am I up. listening to at the moment? Ooh. I'm going to have to blow me, blow me script from the next episode. Oh, I've got, I've got some big favourites and tattoos because of it. But Lamb of God have got a new album. Really? Uh, I was listening to their new single today. Actually. Nevermore. Yeah, you didn't like it? Yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah, well, yeah. It came up on my release radar. I like Randy. Yeah, yeah. Randy reminds me of like a punk folk, a punk vocalist in a really profic- proficient metal band. Yes. Like as a punter, you can listen and go, I think I can nearly do what he does. You know, there's nearly, <laughs> yeah. there's nearly an ownership level to Randy's work, I reckon. But um, yeah, that popped up on the release radar today. I think uh, I've gone back to a lot of listening to the. Uh, trogs, yeah, the trogs are amazing. I think everyone should listen to the trogs more. Um, um, I've read a lot of books on John Bottom lately, so I've listened to a lot more Zeppelin. I think yeah. Led Zeppelin Four is maybe one of the greatest rock albums that's ever been crafted. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, John I think if you're big about being Australian, you should listen to every single album that ACDC made before Back in Black. Mm. I think if you are a big fan of rock and roll, you should spend a lot of time with. Muddy Waters and BB King and yeah. Hound Dog Taylor and those boys. Yeah. And then if you get into that, I think you should fall right back into the blues to understand where the blues come from because yeah. the blues what gave birth to rock and roll. And if you don't believe me, listen to when did Elvis do that comeback? 68, 69? Yeah. Elvis in that comeback. If you listen to some of the, the original recordings of that, he talks about rock and roll as just gospel and rhythm and blues. That's his word. Yeah. The God of rock and roll says that the origin of rock and roll is the gospel and rhythm blues. So go back to that. Yeah. You'll find some amazing stuff back in the 40s of guys getting drunk, coming out of cotton fields, smashing a beer bottle on their finger and use it as a slide guitar yeah. with a microphone in the back of a hollowed out acoustic. And that was blues. And you're yeah. like, fucking, you want to talk about being punk? That's as fucking punk as it gets. Yeah, you know the guitar doco? It's got um, Jack White. Uh, the Edge, the Edge as well. and Jimmy Page. That yeah. is one of the single greatest bits of filmography. When ever. Jack White talks when about that when... song that he can't write and it's that off-key singing against that mistimed fucking tempo and, like, it's just... Oh, he's just clapping. The hand clap. You can't think of the name of the artist, but he's just talking about his offbeat hand clap. His offbeat hand clap. And, and like... the two of them are sitting there in just watching Jimmy Page play uh, whole the start of, of whole lot of love they're just sitting there going so because Jack White's playing it cool as fuck they're the like doco they're, they're, until, until Jimmy moment. Page until Jimmy Page goes um, <laughs> and then you can see Jack's and face expression going he's, he's I'm like, in front of Jimmy Page he's like this whole lot of love he's like this and the edge is like yeah, a couple of schoolboys. I that, mean, I, I get, I get that. I mean, I, I'm a guitar hack at, at best, but like you go and see, I don't know, you go and see, you go see Pearl Jam, for yep. example, and yep. you hear McCready. Like I'll be in, I'm probably hundreds of other people in the crowd, but if you hear McCready sing, uh, do the the lead in Black, yeah, yeah, killer. 
One of the Sing greatest it. love songs ever written. Well, we could nearly do it. Tell her that fucking song we put in the song. You know what I mean? And you got you got Matt Cameron on fucking yeah. drums. If you don't yeah. know Matt Cameron, he's listening to every sound you just sit there going, oh. Stone like, Gossard and fucking oh, Stone Gossard, Mike McCurdy and fucking Another one. Like, you're talking about blues. Look up on YouTube, Joe Bonamassa's Muddy Waters live at Red Rocks. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, man, it just... You listen to Buddy, it. Buddy, B.B. King, John Lennon, yeah, yeah, um, fucking... I get, um, I, I get exactly what they're, what they're doing. I mean, they're world-class musicians watching and they're just in awe of this bloke. And I, I'm like that at a concert, you know. I, I get the same But it's thing. funny, you go back and watch early B.B. King when he was young and skinny and he's playing the same songs and you're like, it's really good because this is back when it was, but... Fuck you! Are so much better when you're older and you're overweight. Mm, you just, right? That's really yeah. funny. But but all that 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 accent and that attitude, that absolute attitude of here is what musical structure is being taught, mm. and I'm not going to conform to any of that. And that's back to what you're saying before, like it's you know a, what came before. It's you know, punk. You, you look backwards to move forwards. You know. Mm. But, um, I was going to say about the Lamb of God Nevermore song. The writing crossover um, on the vocal style, like the vocal where it changes. I mean, that song, and I've been into Lamb of God for it's a long time. time. But I also wanted to shout out the palace because the first place I saw Lamb of God was the palace. The Palais. Yeah, no, the Palace. The Palace was the one that they wanted the to renovate. And in the end, they couldn't get the uh, approvals. And then the Palace had a beautiful ceiling. Green. Then it burned to the no, ground. The Palais, the Palais is the big one. The pal, sorry, the Palais is the ceiling. The Palais yeah. was like a pub. A Which pub. is next, next to one of the next door. Yeah, yeah. No longer exists. Yeah, yeah. I saw a silver chair there when they were 16. Oh, they were it. supported by Even and something for Kate. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was I, fucking one of the best shows ever. <laughs> yeah. Frog, Frog, started, Frog Stomp just come out yep. and they yeah, blew, blew up. Nirvana in shout out, our, shout out to our producer, Scotty, because I saw no FX there with yeah. his brother, Wade. No, yeah. And yeah. it was killer. I saw Alice Cooper. I saw his daughter chop his head off. At oh, the, really? At the Palace. Alice like, Cooper. That was a cool venue. I that still remember we were, up, we were up the top on the on the edge looking down on, on a 15, 16-year-old Daniel Johns, Ben Gillies. And, um, but the best part was we saw even, which... I still look up even on the Spotify every now and then, yeah, but yeah. something for Kate, uh, they were second. So even was first, something for Kate was second, and no one knew something for Kate. Yeah. And that was probably the first time I, I heard was Dempsey. Midi. I was yeah, playing yeah. Medieval and whatever tonight. We're yeah, yeah, before you rocked up, we were playing a bit of Paul Dempsey before. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. You, you think back and you think, yeah, how lucky you were to, to be there, and then, of course, Boys come out and just fucking lit shit up. I'm going to do a comedic bookend on our episode too. Right. Uh, what was it? Ayo's faith was strong on 80 proof. When I saw him backflip off the roof, he missed the couch and hit the poof. That'll do ya. We sign him off on that. I don't know, mate. We've been going all right, haven't Yeah. You? Probably, uh, probably a podcast, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, again, shit up, Benny. Fucking honoured to have you in our company. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've never. This was this was just more about 
come down and see you. You guys you can be like, you can be, like, you can be like 75 k's on and stroking a lady. But, you know, <laughs> let's go and check out those boys at the bonfire party. That's going. But, on. Yeah, let's go and check that out. But thank you so much for going for an hour 22. I really, I really appreciate your hospitality. Like I think. What you guys are doing is amazing. I think you're doing what you're doing. You're doing it really well. Yeah. Um, I've really got a lot of respect for you guys and who you are as people and what you're doing. I, yeah. I really do. And, and I'll say, like, I feel. But like this whole, but this whole trip was never about. Oh, choke me on your podcast. It was. No, we were no, 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 I'm really on it. So thank you so we're, much. Really, we just, uh, really we just saw it. an opportunity. No, and again, and, I, I'll oh, say it. It feels like we did not script this, but this had to happen. Yeah. You know, we'll get you back in the studio at some stage to do a proper. Proper I've seen magazine. photos. I've seen photos of the studio. Have you seen the new magazine? Cool. Yes, right. Have you seen the new magazine? Yeah. You got anything to comment on the latest issue? No, Your Honour. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That'll, <laughs> do. We'll right back that'll do. We'll get you back for another mag review at some That'll stage. do, donkey. That'll do. That'll do. Oh, well, that's That'll part of the podcast. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Thank you very much. That'll do. Benny. Thank you. That'll do. Mr. Moses. He's pretty happy. He's fucking, yeah, he's really nah. happy. I'm, I'm, myself. I'm a whole, I'm, I'm fucking a year of yeah, nahs. <laughs> uh, catches. Over and out. <laughs>